What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Oscar Pedroso, who's the founder of Symbol. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you, Matt. Delighted to be here. I'm doing well. Thanks. How are you? I am doing pretty well. I'm enjoying my new apartment with all this natural light, and I'm just super jazzed for this conversation. For people that you know aren't familiar with, with, with you or what you're working on, what are you working on? What is Thimble? So Thimble is a monthly subscription service for kids between the ages of seven and 19 that teach robotics, coding, and engineering skills. And we do that by delivering a STEM kit once a quarter, and we include live and on-demand classes to help you build it. All right, so let's say I discover a time machine and I, I hop in it and I travel all the way back to when I'm 12. And, and I hear, and I'm listening to you on, on, on this podcast. Walk me through my user experience of like how I interact with Thimble. Is it like random in the mail and I just put together stuff? Is there support? Like, you know, what's what, tell, tell me what it's like for a, a, a student or a child to kind of use Thimble. Yeah, certainly. So usually we get a mom or dad that signs their kid up and sometimes they don't even know if their kid might be interested in something like this. And in some cases, Parents know they have a little mini Einstein running around in the family and they're like, ah, this is perfect for my kid. So, so the interaction really is you get your first kit right away as soon as the parent subscribes. And the first kit is, assumes you have no prior knowledge. So you're learning how to build small circuits like a kitchen timer, an intruder alarm, a music composer, a weather station, little things that kids can relate to. And then we have a lesson library where you can go and watch tutorials, pre-recorded videos of how to build the project. And then twice a week, we offer live classes on Zoom where you get a perky, energetic teacher teaching you how to build the project as well. It's more of like a build-along lab where they're learning how to build. Not so much what's in the lesson library, but just more intermediate and advanced uh, type projects. So walk me through a little bit of why did you decide to start this? What's the origin story for Thimble? Well, my whole life has been in education and my parents are not college educated. Uh, they emigrated to the U.S. in the late 70s. My brother and I were the first to graduate high school and college. I'm also the first to start a business. And uh, my mom and dad would always tell me education is something that no one can take away from you. And I've heard that repeatedly over time. And uh, after I graduated from college, I worked in admissions um, at University of Rochester and Cornell. And then uh, a lot of my work, aside reading applications and recruiting students, entailed going out into the community and working with the, with various public schools. And really like that's 
one of the first times I got to work with kids who looked just like me, who didn't really have the same resources I had growing up. Um, yeah, I was fortunate to, to be part of a robotics team and, and, and learn to code. And a lot of that, I almost wish I had even younger <laughs> when I was younger. Uh, and so when you created Thimble, uh, I really wanted to, it, a lot of the ethos behind Thimble was how do we inspire kids at a much younger age so they can at least consider going into tech at some point. And a lot of times you got to do that in first, second, third grade, because by the time you hit late middle school, high school, you've sort of already made up your mind about certain things, including what you want to go into. And, and so, but that's really where, where Thimble was really born. And I don't know if you're able to answer this. Um, so it's up to you if you want to answer it, but do you have like a certain type of project or box or certain type of like technology that you like, like a lot or like more than some of the others, some of your favorite types of boxes that you send out, or is it all kind of like you love it all? I guess I'm curious, like what, 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 what type of stuff do you have an affinity to yourself? I am a sucker for LEDs. So I tend to gravitate towards the projects we have that are shiny. Um, like one, one that we have is a, um, and a little LED cube performs no function other than lighting up in these nice bright colors and you can code it so that it, flashes to music or you can set up your own patterns. You can spell your name out. I love that. And usually when we do a trade show, pre-pandemic at least, you know, people could instantly see our table and be like, aha, I saw you guys because of the flashly lights. And uh, so, yeah, those are the ones I, I, I love though. And then if you were to kind of take Thimble and look out five years, 10 years, 15 years, what do you think it looks like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in? Sure. So you know, we're a monthly subscription, so we're really trying to get Thimble into the hands of families across the U.S. So we're fortunate that we're in all 50 states right now. We're also in 20 countries. It seems that families outside the U.S., whether it's in Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia even, uh, there are families looking for this for their kids. So I would like to expand this abroad, but then also our number one request right now from parents is curriculum for younger kids. So we're in the process of developing curriculum for younger kids so that they segue into the curriculum we have now, which is a little bit more advanced, uh, and then eventually offer classes and, and curriculum that don't necessarily involve the use of a kit. Um, so uh, whether it be a, a math class or uh, maybe even a writing class, we're not there quite yet, but I think there's a lot to be said about being a business that can deliver on a physical product and teach a virtual class and then uh, sort of offering something um, for adjacent subjects that may not necessarily use the use a kit. If, you know, and, and to make that happen and to make that future a reality and, and you're the one fulfilling it, you know, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? If, if anyone is listening to this and they like what you're working on, they like the space, they maybe they want to use it themselves, uh, what is the way they can help? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising? Are you looking for users, partnerships? You know, how, how can we assist? Certainly, yeah. I mean, I'm grateful for any help. We're always looking for families to become part of Thimble. And, you know, we, we have um, various buckets of customers. We have your traditional homeschoolers, those were the ones that were already homeschooling their kids before the pandemic. Then you have anyone who's been thrown into homeschooling as a result of the pandemic. Uh, and then we have parents who are really just at a, 
at what are trying to think about what their kid's future looks like, even as they're like in first, second, third grade. And we have parents who are like, I want my kid to go to MIT and Harvard and become the next Elon Musk. And they, be, and they end up becoming survivors. So my ask there would be like, if, if you know anyone who is curious about trying this out for their kid and wants to give them a chance to try it, like Thimble is a perfect opportunity to do that. The other ask is, yeah, we are currently fundraising <laughs> and uh, would love any help around uh, anyone who's investing in ed tech, future of work, uh, live course platforms where we're educating and inspiring the next generation of tech leaders. And then if someone's interested in this on any of those counts, how can they find you? You know, what's your website URL? Are you on social media? Do you have an email address? How can someone get in touch? We do. So you can find us at thimble.io. And then we're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. Uh, we're pretty active on those platforms. You can say hello. You'll always get a response from us. Uh, usually it's me. <laughs> so, and, and always happy to answer any questions. And the other thing too, is if, if, if parents want to observe a class for free, we always invite them to do so just so they can understand and get a feel for, for the experience and what, what the teachers are like. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming to the podcast and best of luck building this out. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Matt.